What is it? What do you put the mic on your penis? <laughs> Just to compare the size. Oh, right, too there. small. I was gonna say that. <laughs> the mic is too small. The mic is too small. All right. All right, guys. So without opening, welcome to Singuin Miami, your podcast for all your dating needs. Do we even give advice? By the way, this is Daron. We give horrible advice. This is Javi. And tonight we have our part. How do you say three? Of all the trifecta, <laughs> your the, trilogy, the tripod, <laughs> the human tripod. Yes, <laughs> that came out perfect. Big dick energy. Thank you for missing for dick right there. Yes, glad my wife is here to hear that. Yeah, Raul is here. Gray sweatpants, Raul. He doesn't really wear gray sweatpants anymore now that he's a father. But <laughs> I am the wife, Gabby. Do you miss the gray sweatpants? The wife. Um, not really, because now it's just boxers. Ah. So wait a minute. This podcast is single in Miami. What are you doing, married? Oh yeah, <laughs> I bamboozled you guys. Get out of here! You already signed the contract. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> not only is he married, he has a house and a baby. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. With no prenup. With no prenup. That's right. <laughs> Get that in writing, ladies. Raul's got it going on, bro. He is correct. And those are the dating tips from our podcast right there. (laughs) And... Our story for today is meeting at the crossroads part three. Gabs, are you? All right, so where do I start? I was in my early teenage years. This guy in my class used to live near my home. We had met in middle school, but we weren't exactly friends. I didn't like or dislike him. He was just a random passerby and I never gave him too much thought. He ended up being my high school sweetheart. So yeah, (laughs) we kind of officially met in high school where we had this computer class together. I hated that class. It was an eating shit class because we wouldn't do shit. Uh, For those of you, this is quick commentary. Uh, If you're not familiar with the term eating shit, uh, this is a very Cuban phrase. Uh, It does not, in fact, mean feces. It means you're doing nothing. But if you're Cuban, this makes sense. I was sitting with my friend Sharon in the far back of the class. And this guy was sitting in the far back also, but on the opposite corner. This guy started looking at me like a fajito. Is that correct? Fijo. Oh, a fijo. Bien fijo. Oh, bien fijo. Bien fijo. Oh, wow. I fucked that up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) And my friend noticed, and she pointed it out. She said, oh, he looks handsome. And we will make a few couple. This guy that needs to have to ride in the back of the bus... And that just lived a couple houses from mine. The class ended, and as I'm getting up, I drop literally everything. I carried everything in my bag ass, oh, excuse me, big ass purse. We don't even have a book bag. And all the books and paper and everything just fell out. It was embarrassing. Que pena. Everyone was laughing at me, but this guy came up and started helping me pick up my things. He was a gentleman and was very proper. He would hold the door open for others and would be really kind. I liked that about him. After that, I started walking with him to class and we would just talk shit. 
I would make fun of other people because I thought I was hot shit. But we laughed and laughed. He said me and my sister were super funny. Initially, I didn't want anything. But the more time I spent with him and the more and more I did, I liked him. But I couldn't remember what exactly it was that attracted me to him. Just over time, I kind of just fell for him. You think that women like, you know, dick will make them stay, but that's not it. It's other attributes that make women want to stay. That was clunky. Whoever wrote that was clunky. Sorry, how I just transcribed. I just transcribed. That's the, the English major in me. I apologize. This is literally my profession. So he wasn't, excuse me, he wasn't your typical guy. He wouldn't like check out other girls. He knew what he wanted and that was attractive. What he wanted was me. He didn't go fucking around with others. He made me feel like the prettiest girl in the world. We went to prom together, homecoming, all the events. Those were really good moments. Prom was amazing. We danced so much, even though he was really bad at it. He had two left feet. And I've always been a good dancer. I used to be in the dance club, and we would dance at prep rallies and junk. Every time we got to school early, we would go to the back and practice salsa dancing in preparation for the prom. I feel like that's a lot. That feels like a lot. I want to tutorialize. <laughs> Jeez, finish the story. <clears throat> I thought that man, I excuse me, I taught that man how to dance, and it was really fun. He started picking up on it, and that got me excited because I was teaching my boyfriend something that I loved, and it would make me so happy. He was too good of a guy sometimes, though. I fucking hate that. <laughs> we did it again. He was too Josh, good put of that, a guy. Put that, put, put that, though, please. Put the reaction. <laughs> too good of a guy though sometimes my sister used to ask him for money well she used to ask everyone using him like her personal piggy bank and he was used to it he was used to it let it happen i didn't let her do it but she would go behind my back and get away with it anyways the teacher told me one time that we had to pay for an event that my sister told them my boyfriend would be paying for her it annoyed me that she kept going on when I told him it was bothering me. He said it was only because she was my sister. All right. He wasn't my first, but he counted like my first. Teenage years are weird. I think for everyone. We don't really know what we like or what we're doing in the beginning, you know? But with him, he didn't make it feel weird. It was new and exciting. He was good, and I was comfortable, and he made me feel safe. We were the couple of the year, and the months rolled by and started without expectations. It grew into something beautiful. We went to the same college, probably, Dave. We lived together in an apartment. He proposed. I was his fiancé. I was expecting marriage. Then he cheated on me after all those years together. Not much of a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was a lot there that needs to be unpacked. Is that it? The other no, 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 no. That's not it. It should have ended there because that would have been a really good place to cut. All right, cool. <laughs> he worked at this pizza place part-time making $8 an hour. The federal minimum wage has not been uh, lifted since 2004. <laughs> One of my friends tells me uh, it was at Macy's at Daylon Mall was hiring and that her mom managed the jewelry department and was looking for someone in that department. I worked retail at Sally's at the time and honestly loved it. 
So instead, I told him about it. I worked at Sally's for so long, I was comfortable with what I was making. I told my friend that my boyfriend was looking for a better job, and she got him in. He started making $12 an hour, which at the time was really good. The fight for 15 continues. <laughs> Everything was really good. Uh, and still, he started coming in late. My dad told me to be careful that he had seen my boyfriend with someone. He never told me how he knew, but he knew. We had been through so much shit together, through thick and thin shit. All right, that's the, that's the image I'm having. <laughs> I believed this person. I trusted this person. Notice the language went from him to now a neutral tone of person. Keep <laughs> that mind, kids. And then I caught him in the worst possible way. My dad suggested I go to his job and see things for myself. I waited patiently in the parking lot in my dad's car that he didn't know. Mm. He gets out early with his little friend that supposedly he didn't like. I had a hunch before, but I never reacted. I would simply ask questions, but he always got a good response, making me feel bad for even asking in the first place. So yeah, I drove all the way there and I sat there for hours and hours. Hold on. I love what you said, supposedly. Supposedly? I noticed that. <laughs> Bro, I know my audience. <laughs> I had a good little vantage point where my car was mostly hidden, but I could still see. She got in his car and I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> I went up and knocked on the car. This motherfucker rolls down the window, looks me dead in the face and says, it's not what you think. <laughs> so fast <laughs> I wasn't gonna do shit to her I wasn't dating her this piece of shit allowed this to happen <laughs> hold on I'm trying to work this I mad. cry every time <laughs> this is so good <laughs> at that point I felt like shit literally <laughs> people don't get in excuse me people don't get it there it is People don't get it, but you start blaming yourself. I didn't deserve that. I was driving back and my leg was shaking. I felt like I was going crazy. A fucking psycho. I got home and threw all his things in the garbage and I changed the locks to the apartment. My dad had already known, but didn't outright tell me. When you have a son or daughter, you tell them the shit that you see, but they won't believe you until they see it for themselves. And he wanted me to figure it out on my own. If your parents warn you about something, the first reaction is to antagonize them, not to speak to them. And I understand that now. I needed to see it for myself. And. Okay. Shit. Great. Cool. You're right. Fantastic reading. That was a very dramatic reading. I love it. <laughs> that was good. That was good, guys. Yeah, they're all welcome. Maybe. And we'll be right back after these sponsored messages. This segment is brought to you by the folks of Equinox Staffing Solutions. If you're looking for a job, give. Equinox, a call at 786-755-1970 or visit them at equinoxstaff.com. This story was also sponsored by Arctic Circle Air Conditioning, where your house will be so cool you'll forget you live in South Florida. Call us at 305-904-2867. Dali. And we're back. And that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Is it though? Is this pretty kind of dry? Number two. Shit. So I don't know the first half of the story, and we're apparently hearing it from the woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. How old is this person now? They're in their 30s. They're, they're still hung up on it? Early 30s. 
Something? No, the, the what they're doing is they're telling how they met. How they, they met, got yeah. together yeah. at the end. Because the, these two people were both in really bad relationships, and then they got met each other. Oh. That's why it's called uh, Meeting at the Crossroads. Oh, yeah. that's a better title we need to get we got to workshop that. <laughs> it's too late now. We're in part three. We're in part, yeah, we're three. part three. Jesus Christ. It's a growing and learning experience, right? Yeah. Good thing we're... <laughs> I mean, both both of them met their uh, their significant others in, like, high school, right? Well, They were so very young. Our protagonist, our male protagonist, mm. had uh, met uh, the ex-wife in... He was, like, 17 at the time. No, he was 19. So it was after high school. While she met the, they were engaged here in the story. Yeah, this story. Were. Yeah, she said that this is her fiance. Excuse me, that was her fiance. So I'm, y'all know more than me. I just read it. I'm here to react to y'all and to her portrait. Yes. How do you feel about high school relationships, dating into you know, and getting engaged and all stuff? And that is the only experience. Okay, elaborate. Absolute bullshit. So it does not work. No, I mean. For maybe for some people, but I'm sorry, life ain't boy meets world. We're not all Corey and Topanga. Sorry. It's just not reality. <laughs> it takes a little bit of growth after high school. Like, you need to be able to grow as a person, as an individual, to be able to be in a happy relationship, I think. I agree with that. Sometimes it works, but I think that's not the rule. That's almost, you know, the exception, the exception to that. that yeah. Like you're surprised if like you go to your high school reunion and those two people are still together. You're like, shit, really? Okay. Yeah. Especially like the, the couple of the year kind yes. of thing, you know, what she won. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. If I, I stand by, if that's all you know, how do you know what you like? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. No, but I don't think in relationships, I don't think you can, you have to sample everything in order to know what you want. You know, sometimes you just, you feel that it's correct for you, the relationship that you're with. I mean, you're never going to be with every person on the planet. So it's like, you know, I don't think it's something that, it's not quite what I would have in mind. But yeah, it's more like what Javi says. You're not fully developed as a person yet. You're not yourself yet when you're in high school. No, you're not. Um... I mean, Holy Glasses tribe. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's good that she went in with no expectations, you know? Like, it's just some guy that she met. She didn't think too much of it. And it kind of grew on her. In that, that sense, like a tumor. I kinda, <laughs> a malignant tumor. Yes. <laughs> yes, like that movie Malignant, which I recommend. <laughs> uh, I mean, Everybody looks back at their first love with some level of rosy glasses, you know, no matter how it ended, because you remembered the good times because it was your first. So even if it ended in garbage, notice her language changed. She called him him. She recognized it by him. And then when she got to the, the shittiest part, she dehumanized him and he was a person. Now he's this motherfucker. He's this piece of shit. So there's my armchair psychology. No, good observation, yeah. There's a there's a reason why we remember our first love. I remember watching the the explain documentary on this. It's because our yeah. our frontal cortex isn't fully developed yet, so we're yeah. guided by our emotions. That's that's and that's actually why uh, teenagers are so emotional. Mm. It, it's also a traumatic moment. I mean, it's something you. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. This is wife's sound effect right there. Mm. <laughs> You can leave that in, Josh. I almost bro. made a, a sex joke. Mm-hmm. Do, do it, bro. Do it. Do it. 
Like Gabby and I on date night. <laughs> no! No. Uh, <laughs> cut that out, John. Uh, leave that shit in. Right, yeah, we don't have date nights. It's, it's Coco Melon. I'm sorry. Coco Melon nights. Coco Melon. What was I? How did I start the... What I was saying? I lost my uh, Shall okay. I stop it? Don't pause it. No, no, no. No, don't, no never don't, pause it. Yeah, never pause it. That's what just said. Yeah. Um, no, you were, you were trying to like go back to the, to the romance of your first love and so traumatic that I remember traumatic. Okay. The okay. He seems to be done. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you remember your first love because it's 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 the trauma of that. Um, it's the first time you fall in love. It's the first time you experience loss. You know, it's the first time you get your heart broken. Yes. So that's there's a lot of firsts. It's like you know, you just almost uh, conditioned to to always remember it, you know? It's like PTSD. It's like PTSD. Shit. You know, something I remember my mama said, never cry for a woman. And my first love, man, I cried for her. But I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit. Mm-hmm. I sat down by the, the curb of the sidewalk and I sat there and I cried for, for a few minutes. And I was like, I remember what my mama told me. My dad says something similar to me. He says, but he says a lot like black and white. It's He literally said, don't fall in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's a, it's a very Hispanic yeah. way of teaching. Yeah, he was, he, was, he, was, yes. he was trying to protect us from our feelings or yeah. something. I can't, I can't tell. Which is funny because he loves my mom, brings her flowers every week, showers her with all this attention. Like, it's, yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure what happened there. Put love happened. <laughs> That's what that was. Do we have questions for this one or are we just jumping around? We just jumped around. I don't have anything. Okay. Sorry. One thing I will like to point out, just because it stuck out to me in the story, she describes uh, when she hears about um, what her parents were trying to hint at her uh, about uh, her her fiance. Um, have you guys experienced anything like that, where your you, you know your your parents yes. were warning you about your significant yes. other? Oh, absolutely. My mom, my ex girlfriend, she would say, my mom would say, Esa no sirve. Esa no sirve. Did you listen? No, I didn't fucking listen. I knew she was right. I fucking knew it. But I, I didn't want to listen. I do as well, yeah. Um, so, actually, you you remember her because you saved me from that <laughs> in high school. Oh, oh, yes. We're not going to drop names, but yeah. The... Did I also introduce you to that one? Yes. <laughs> The color red comes to mind. Oh yeah, it's off red. <laughs> that was yeah. I remember. I remember my my mom saying something along the same lines of like, "Esa niña no buena para ti." My my mother warned me about her as well. Wait, the same girl you guys dated? Yes. Oh, yes. You didn't know one. this? Ew. Why would you do that? We didn't date because we were in high school and we didn't. They all really had a crush yeah. on the same. Oh, it's okay. You asked, right? You <laughs> hey, I have permission to date this. Yeah, yeah. We spoke about this. Yeah, yeah, we we spoke about the same. That's a bro code. We'll talk. You have to ask yeah, permission. That's weird. It's like a trading card. Ew. Yeah. What, what were you gonna say again? Ew. Your STDs are my STDs, bro. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, they're STIs. Oh shit. Yeah. We don't say disease anymore. About, we the, say pa- about the parents oh, warning you about the. That's the question. Yes, I've been warned. Okay. Is that no, no, no way? way. You've been warned about him. No way. So it wasn't warned, um, but my mom, when we when we were getting when we were, when I was about to leave to Korea because we had started dating, and at the end of the summer, almost like in Greece, I was gonna be leaving, Sandy, and um, I uh, told him multiple times, you know, uh, if you want to end things, 
and you know or do you want to continue doing this we kept calling it do we want to be selfish because we were trying to be like no we should break free maybe and my mom was like you're going to be leaving to another country that's 14 hour difference okay uh why would you want to settle when you can have freedom it wasn't a dig at you particular it was more of like you because i had just got out of a relationship also three years when i got with raul mm. so that's the other thing that i think my mom was trying to protect me where it's like you've got you've had your heart broken in january you got with this guy in june you're leaving in august what are you doing and i think that was just my mom trying to save me from further heartbreak well jokes on you mom <laughs> Look who I married and produced a child with. <laughs> but did you also see the car he was driving? Yeah, no. <laughs> that never bothered me. And did neither, you, neither did my mom. Did she you never ever um, just get go pick her up all sweaty after working the lawn? No, no, I didn't. No. No, we're always showered. From what I've heard, women like the man scent, the sweat. The glands <laughs> activating, you know, the pheromones. <laughs> Just don't, just, don't, just don't wear the odor anymore. Ew. Yeah. We live in Florida. <laughs> yes. Gross, man. I already have students that don't do that. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's gross. It's hella gross. Um, and then when we got engaged, uh, it wasn't necessarily a warning, but I remember my grandmother telling me, she's like, you need to finish your master's degree before you get married. Finish school and then you get married. But that's good advice. That was yeah. good advice. That's very good advice. Focus on yourself first. Yes, that was her. Which is but again. The, but that's not a warning on your husband potentially having an affair on you or. No, my dad made those. That's comments. what I was. Oh, that's what you were getting to. Oh, wait, wait, what? Multiple times, and to this day, he still does. His dad this. thinks. Uh, her dad thinks I'm a womanizer. Yes, I'm no way. He absolutely does. And I'm just like, I don't know what mind you have, Dad. I don't he know. just finds me hot. That's all. Probably. <laughs> But like when I'm well, putting the mic next to next to your dick, Raul. There's an oh, there've been instances where he thought my dad, my dad thought he was beating me. Was another one. Oh, oh dear God! Because we lived in this old apartment and the door was really heavy and swung hard. And I was, you know, when you get groceries, you don't want to make multiple trips. So I had like all five bags on one arm, and I swung the door really open hard, and it swung equally back because <laughs> it's called physics. And it bruised my arm. And then I went to see my parents that afternoon. And the first thing my dad did was pull me aside. And he's like, who did this? Did he do this to you? And I'm like, no, dad, it was a door. But, but he, he loves me. He loves me. <laughs> I made that joke later to my mom. Um, but like when we start, even now, he, he makes comments of even like now. with Mrs. Newman, the, oh, yeah. the 85 no year old woman yeah. that you help weekly. Yeah. Okay. Who I have met literally is 85 years old and he's like she's, have you met her is she real <laughs> does she even exist is she real like my god dad and then we, when we would go to dinner and i took pictures I'm like oh this is mrs snowman dad <laughs> you know and then she took we, us to lion king we she saw took us to lion king, king. That's, yeah that's, that's so sweet i know she's, she's a, a lovely sweet, person sweet grandma i've worked with miss newman as yeah you have sweet and so grandma. has josh yeah, um, I brought everybody. In <laughs> <house>. <laughs> we all took turns. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Helping her yard. That's what he's saying. Helping her yard. Yes. Um, oh god! <laughs> I'm going there tomorrow. By the with way. afterlife. All right. No. Um, don't get the fruited scented one because uh, uh, I wouldn't know. Um, but no, my dad, you know, he goes on my, my husband here goes on business trips. He has to, and I know he's not doing anything cause I know his line of work, but my dad will still be like, so how do you know? 
Where is he going? For how long? You know where I'm going, and you know for how long, and um, there are nothing, there's nothing really to do. It's just more about guilt <laughs> on his half, because he has gone on business trips where his colleagues are like, bro, let's go to a strip club. Mikey doesn't need to know. No, that you've told me worse than that. Yes. Not strip clubs. You've told me when we were with some hookers. Yes. Oh shit. To, yeah. Yes. Like, you know, um, so that's on the company the card. On the company card. <laughs> you know, there you go. Where else are you gonna put it? We'll put it as entertainment. Uh, yeah. And you know Trace of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> it was um they got promoted to first class on the air on the flight. Um, but I just think it's just his guilt, honestly, when he says shit like that and still says shit like that to me. Where I'm just like, you're just repurposing the guilt you feel for something maybe, I don't know, you've done or you've thought about doing and just think that's happening to me now. He's going to Cuba again? I went once five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that was a good man. Yeah. He is. He is. I, These he, guys know. I, well, I don't need them to vouch. No, but they know. No, but we will, I will definitely <laughs> They see me I know the best in of depth. <laughs> Yes, your worst was the day our son was born. Why is that? Because you looked disgustingly disheveled. Oh, no, I don't mean physically. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Bueno, what else do we want to say about this young lady? What, what that, else comes to mind? You can ask questions regarding what you read. Oh, well, I mean, how long were they living in that apartment? Because, uh-huh. I mean, her credit score must have been destroyed after this breakup. Shit. That's like... First of all, let's talk about that because we've talked about this, you and I, Raul, in, you know, in other discussions about like, um, what was that other story? Was it this one really? when Evie's was here? Yeah. Who, oh, by the way, hi, Evie's. <laughs> um, where we talked about like why people stay together, you know, even in a shitty city. Like the one that he was married and his wife cheated. That's right, yeah. And it's like, oh, why do you stay? That's and, her spouse currently. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, Number one reason is the number one reason people get divorced is money. It's really hard to leave. Right. You know, and if you have an apartment, especially here in South Florida, where it's hella expensive, uh, and then you leave, your credit score, you're breaking that, that lease agreement for whatever reason, it's it's hard. Yeah. So, and that's why, you know, we talked about that. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, you're saying a very serious thing in a kind of jokey way, but yeah, if you're a woman who's coming out of like an abusive relationship or something like that. Anyone. Or anyone, it's tough to leave because of reasons like that. Things you don't think about is um, not just the financial part of it, but also, you know. Before you get engaged or married, do you think talking about finances is something that yes, you need to do? Yes, you have to. Yeah. You guys, the number one, I said this to my students, the number one reason you'll get divorced is money. It's the number one reason it's cited. Number two is sex, number three is kids. I don't know what number four is. Those are the top of your head. Okay. Affairs. That's what sex is. The category is two is sex. It could be affairs, not having enough sex, or or something happened. And then number three is kids. I don't want kids. I want more kids. There's issues with our kids. Um, those so the number one is money. Like you need to move in together and know what kind of spending there was because those were the those were the biggest fights we had our first year together. Oh, that's true, absolutely. Yeah. It was money. money? It was money related. It was money related, yeah. Because you have to start thinking as we rather than I. Yeah. And so that mentality shift has to happen, you know, and, and usually f- for us, like, uh, we didn't have everything uh, planned uh, financially, so to mm-hmm. speak. I mean, we had uh, separate bank accounts, and then we started coming up with um, with sort of workarounds. We didn't have our joint finances, but we had, like, a joint bank account that we paid our bills out of. So we had a few fights. Yeah, like the, the cookie jar we put the, you know, the coins yeah. in. Exactly, where all the, um, you know, all our expenses would come out of, so, but, 
But yeah, there were things that you would spend money on when that first year, or that I spent money on, and that we were both like, what the fuck? You know, like, we could have spent money something else, or like, why did you make that decision without telling me? Yeah. I don't remember a lot of big fights on that, but... I do. I'm sure you do. I kept them filed. <laughs> <laughs> to not repeat them. Tax deductible. <laughs> Tax deductible is a good one. Um, so yeah, we talked about the money issue previously, and then... Because um, that's also, like, regardless of abuse, it's just, it's hard. Finances are hard. You're tied together. Your name's on the lease. Your name's on the, who's paying the electric bill? Oh, I pay the electric bill. He pays the gas bill. Or um, everything's in her name, but I give her cash of my paycheck. Yeah. Because her credit score is better than it, mine. It does get easier when you're married because you kind of just become one person at that point. Yes. So, one entity, not one One entity, one yeah, entity. exactly. You fucking morph into each other. Yes. No, we, we, it's we, like we, cat we, dog. Yeah, so at, at, that point, at that point, we're a team, yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah, so it's like if, if you need me to cover something that month, you know, it just becomes one piggy bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's why it's important when somebody gets engaged um, or whatever it may be, that they move in together, they live together, start sorting through those issues early as opposed to later. That's, yeah. When, when you're still, like, uh, in that honeymoon phase of uh, your relationship where you can work through and talk through things a little bit better than when you're already very, very much <laughs> into a marriage and, you know, with That's, children and other stresses. It, it just reminds me of, like, I don't know if y'all ever saw Love is Blind on Netflix, which is a tremendously enjoyable show. Evie's brought that up, too. Okay, so in season one, there was one couple where he's like, they're engaged, and they're living together, and he asked, you know, about her finance. She's like, oh, I'm, I have $30,000 of credit card debt. And he's like, what do you spend that on? She's like, oh, you know, stuff. And he was just like, you spent $30,000 on stuff. She's like, oh, some of it's also college loans. Yeah, I didn't finish my degree. And it's just like, when you get married, that's your debt now. Yeah. You know, you are no longer separate. He will inherit your debt. And those are things that you have to talk about when you're getting What did I do? What did I no, no, I'm getting pointed at this wife. No, because he's trying to make a point. Oh. No, 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 no. Um... So they were mi- mi- minimum wage jobs, but the way I remember the story was that I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the father, her dad paid for the apartment. Oh, oh. wow, that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So that was like twelve fifty an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Well, that that means she has very supportive parents. I mean, yeah. That's, that is a blessing. That's a, that's really a big blessing. damn good day, man. Yeah. Well, even you know. But it didn't last very long. No, but I mean, still, I mean, he was obviously very supportive of her. He tried to warn her about what he was seeing. Because it sounded, did I get that right? That he's, uh, was was her boyfriend or fiance working it for her dad? Is that no, right? it was no. a friend's, um, another friend's, friend's mom mother. who had, like, oh, okay, the management at, or she had the management at, at was it supposed to be at Macy's or something? I thought it was Macy's as well. Yeah, but she was first working at Sally's and then she was going to go to Macy's. Okay. Right, right, right. But he worked at a pizza place, okay? Oh. And then, then he switched over to and, Macy's and uh, switched, jewelry department, something yes, like that. Yes, and then he got the twelve dollars because she was happy at Sally's, okay. so yeah. he made the switch from the eight dollars, which we got to raise the minimum wage in this country, to twelve dollars. The fight for fifteen continues, <laughs> and um, yeah, we got to support labor unions. 
because there is no way in hell, I'm sorry, I don't know what, what part of the world you are in, or at least what part of the U.S. where twelve fifty an hour is going to make you afford a house, or excuse me, afford an apartment. Probably tough even in Alabama these days. Probably. I wouldn't doubt. At this point, as a single parent, 15 is not going to cut it. No, Actually, no it really isn't. It's was, not. Um, in my trip to Atlanta last 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 week, I was talking to one of my Uber dri- drivers because I had like a, like a 25-minute drive. And I'm like, yeah, oh, the traffic's crazy. <laughs> how is how's uh you know affordable housing here work? And she's like, oh, you could get uh like in the little like in the little outskirts pockets of Atlanta, you could get like a three two for like two fifty three. And I was like, what? That's nice. With a yard. Shit. But what's the drive nice. to go into Atlanta where the work is? To go into the city, yeah. yeah that's, Atlanta's traffic yeah, is with was, the traffic was, was yeah, insane. It's, it's like seven lanes, bumper to bumper. Yep. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I've driven through that. And stuff. Yeah, I didn't drive through it. I had a driver take me when I was on a riding retreat, but <laughs> it was still like, it was like at nine in the morning. I'm like, where is everybody going on a Saturday? Yeah. Because, you know, say what you want about Miami, at least the lanes will be empty at that point. Because everybody's hungover. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah, it's time for party on Friday. Hungover shit. Um, Wait, um, what? come up with another question from the write-up. Um, he was gaslighting the fuck out of her, huh? When she was asking questions about, like, oh, Ooh. who's this girl? You know, why, why are you hanging out with her? No, his what? friend. Yeah. It was his friend that she, he was like, well, I don't really like him. She wasn't being unreasonable or anything. She no. was just asking questions, like, and he always had a good uh, response, like, "Oh, you're just you're you're being jealous." I, I don't know. Fun fact: uh, Webster's uh, Dictionary made gaslight the word of the year, and you, my students are really appreciative. Have we all suffered from gaslighting? I think I have. I think yeah, I th- yeah. I think everyone. Any any story you can share, Gabby? You do the podcast. I mean, not in like a romantic relationship, but being gaslit by your parents is a very Cuban American experience. I think. It's very, very Hispanic, very Caribbean, I should also say, because I've had Haitian students tell me, like, oh, yeah, it's just just, the difference is it's in Creole. Yeah, I I feel like at at this point, Hispanics, we take it for granted. Like, it's not the exception, it's the rule. It's like we are being Catholic. Maybe. You know? But expand on that. As Larry King would say, expand on that. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't experienced it with relationships, it's just mostly with parenting, but. Um, Give an example. Oh my god! Really? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you remember something that you wanted to bring up? No, you need to tell me that because I really don't. Because there's no, just, I really can't think of an example right now. I mean, I it's just, it's just more of like, you know, whatever you're feeling is not real. You know, you're being overly dramatic. This wasn't a big deal. I'm your parent. Blah blah blah. Right. Go to your room. That bullshit. Like invalidating your feelings? Oh, yeah. All the time. 100%. But like now you have I'm... no right to feel this way. Mm-hmm. You're being crazy. I, yes. I hate that. I hate that. And then you need Jesus. You don't need medicine. I felt, <laughs> I felt like I was going crazy before because, I, you know, I have, I have these feelings. And I was told, like, no, you're fucking crazy. You're acting psycho. You're fucking psycho. I'm like, shit, bro. That made me feel strange. And uh, depression doesn't exist in a Hispanic household. No. no. Because you're under a roof, you're being fed, and you have clothing. Que to get it? Yeah, yeah. What reason do you have to be yeah. I've heard that before. There was that. And then the other thing that kills me is um, the level of, like, I don't want to say substance abuse, but alcoholism, I think, is a problem that I've seen in both sides of my family. You know this. I do. Where it's just like, oh, I have no reason to be depressed five years later. Tells me their entire life story trauma that they don't want to share with anyone else. 
And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you don't have problems, but you're telling me some things that you should be telling a therapist or at least a priest. I don't know. <laughs> because I don't need to hear this at 12. Mom. Okay. We're also reluctant to, see th- to seek th- therapy, I think. Yeah. I was Especially as men. <laughs> yes, men, yes. It, it, but it's also not part of the Hispanic culture, seeing a therapist, I don't think. No. Not on like a normal basis. It's more like a, you've been in some severe trauma or something. Then they'll accept it. But on like a regular, you know, day-to-day kind of thing, uh, yeah, they, they just don't realize that you may need something like that. Oh, the thing that I got told when I started my antidepressants was like, oh, you know, you have to take this for the rest of your life. And I'm like, cool. Just like my grandmother has to keep taking her medication so her cancer doesn't come back. Do you say that to her? No. Vitamins? Or like, vitamins. You know? I also have to drink water every day or I die. How's that? But it's like, I don't understand why one medication for a physical illness is acceptable to take for the rest of your life, but a mental one is like, you have to, yeah. you know, you get addicted to it. Here's an ad. I take Nexium every day for my ulcers. Yeah. <laughs> you do. God damn it. And you can, he's like, you know, you take that for the rest of your life, otherwise you're going to bleed. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. From your yeah, stomach. His, his ulcers, plural, wasn't just one, it was three, and I still hold that over you. Yeah, but I'm better now. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what? That's something that I appreciate about Gen Z. They're really big on mental health. So, yes. So, so I figured as we progress, it will get better. I think so. I think so, but they still have, you know, they're still young. I say this as a 32-year-old, <laughs> as if I'm not still kind of young to some people, at least in some demographics that are trying to advertise to me. But they they still have a long way to go, because when you talk to them about, you know, certain issues still, like, your level of maturity is not there. But do they know TikTok dances? <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys seen the movies Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Shut up. I see your face. Um, well, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's not made for everyone, Raul. Stop it. Um, what was really funny about the film was that this is about it's a Gen Z horror comedy. Okay, my boy Pete Davidson's in it. Big dick energy. And <laughs> and um, uh, the whole premise of it, you asked the director, was like, yeah, Gen Z is all about mental health and they talk about all these issues, blah, 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 blah. blah. Not one of them communicated throughout this entire horror film. <laughs> Not one of them stopped to ask and like, let's process what's They going. have all the buzzwords. They have all. But none of the process. None of the processing. Where it's like, you're silencing me. Oh my god, this is such a trigger. It, you was, know? it was hard to get through it. It was, yeah. a, it, was a, it was annoying. To you, it was annoying. For me, it was funny. Was it was, that, yeah, that sounds like me, comedy. It was a horror. It was comedy. supposed to be funny, but I found it frustrating. I is, found it hilarious. <laughs> which is, you know. But it's about the Gen Z experience of like, they have the language, they don't know how to act on that language. They know yeah. the words, they don't know how to communicate. Stop, based stop. On. Like the gaslighting. I mean, you talk about how often they overuse oh it incorrectly. All the time. Like, no, honey, he's manipulating. And I'm like, there's, a, there's, there's emotional manipulation and then there's gaslighting. Let me tell you the difference. Emotional manipulation is I did what I did because you made me. Gaslighting is I didn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. You're crazy. So, and by the way, everyone on January Gabby, 6th no, was gaslit. Gabby, so. there's no such thing as gaslighting. You're just crazy. You're just crazy. <laughs> That's no, my but like, video. as a nation, we were gaslit on January 6th. Well, you know? no, not right on January 6th. It was much later after they got their story together. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All that. 
And by the way, I would like to know like why he cheated because apparently he was such like a great guy. Well, did oh, something? Well. What broke down? You know, I mean, do people just? I'm just making that up. Something happened. Like he's an asshole for doing that still. But yeah. There's always an excuse. Maybe we'll get to that in part two Ooh, or part two. four. <laughs> what part is it? Part. 15. I don't think she found out. She would have told us in this part, right? Yeah, I know. No, yeah. I, I mean, it's just he was the perfect guy. He opened doors. But hey, here's a trait they both shared. Um, they both they, No, they both stalked. <laughs> oh. Oh well, no. I I think what she did it's a little bit more permissible. Than what she the drove. previous male protagonist did. <laughs> the, yeah, that was the uh, stuff on the phone. Yeah, where, yeah, like, he hacked it, he yeah but he waited for her in the parking lot as well. Like yeah, but, but that's more understandable Wait, and acceptable. Exactly. Waiting for somebody rather than tracking them with a device, which, by the way, two women are now suing Apple for air tags because yeah. of this issue. Um, which, like, it's not like every woman was warned about this, and we were talking about this for years about the problems with air tags, but whatever. Um, I think that one was a lot worse versus Agreed. driving there like she yeah, did there, and waited there, there with was, her dad's car. There was a breach there, um, a breach in not just privacy, but a breach in like, um, you know. Were they married? They were married. That was the At married that point, one. Yeah. Yeah, our male protagonist is married to his uh, cheating spouse. Becomes one person at that point. I think you guys were talking about it. It's it one entity, right? <laughs> it is one entity. Good point, Javi. You guys were making that point, right? lawyering. <laughs> Becomes one person, so hey, there's no secrets. You're right, you're right. So it wasn't, it's unethical without illegal. That's bullshit. <laughs> secrets are secrets. Man, I think even in a happy marriage, there's got to be some. I can't say everything. There's some mysteries. There's I don't check mysteries. his phone. No, Gabby yeah. doesn't. But she has her passcode. There has to be a level of trust. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. But, but, but <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and that's. Honestly, we do have a healthy marriage there. I don't look at her phone. She doesn't look at my phone. There's a level I of trust. I joke, though, when I like, when you're like, go get me my phone, and I'm like, who is she? And it's yeah, just yeah. a copy. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. never me. Don't lie like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm so, I made eye contact. <laughs> you're it's right. It's mostly Daron or like um, your other dork friends who we can't name. I don't know. I feel comfortable. Did you guys notice in the newest iPhone update, right? The hidden, I don't know. I have an Android. The hidden photos are now locked behind um, thumbprint. Wait, what? The hidden photos. Your dick pics, Deleted also. I just update my phone and I never use any of the features. Oh. You can hide your phone, your photos now? Uh, yeah, they're hidden. Uh, before, you just, you know, your passcode unlocks everything. But now, you're deleted, you're recently deleted, and your hidden folder are now locked behind your thumbprint. I gotta get a hidden folder, yeah. You already have one, it's all your hentai on. That's true. I know what I know what porn. You know what I like. I do know what you Stop like. It. It's my fan fiction. Asian beauties. He has read my work. Can we talk about? Um... No, that's your different. Fan we gotta do a different. No, uh, no, I yeah. need to know. We gotta do a different episode no, 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 no. of my my erotic. Uh, what fan? Harry Potter. It's not you. I'm not basic. Do I look twelve? Look at her. You kidding me? Right, we gotta pull this up. I'm gonna That's embarrassing. Like I'm number. embarrassed. I didn't tell them what it's about. So, well, can I say the one I like? Yeah, talk about the one you like. Clown dick. It. Oh, she shit. did it fanfic with clown dick. Come here, Georgie. Actually, no, it's no, no. Oh god, how oh, are you fucking six seconds? It's a woman. It's a fully grown, developed woman having sex with a clown. 
with a demonic, demonic shape-shifting alien from another galaxy clown who, who, became who just clown. happens to be Alexander Skarsgård. No, no, it's sorry. Bill! Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> get this shit right. By the way, that's not even my most liked. No, it's Venom. Venom is her most Oh, uh, shit. That's a, that would be a good one. That's that's a, she I has like a lot that. of hits on that one. I have 25,000 hits. Holy shit. Yeah, she's famous. Not yes. famous. I just haven't got a lot. 25,000 yeah. people yeah. clicked on that. He slid his symbiote in me. Yes. We became pretty one. Much. That's pretty close. You're pretty close. All right, let me read you those tags. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. I'm not doing that right now. We went really off. I'm sure that uh, that the gang will have fun editing this with Josh. Yeah. We're not editing this. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, this is part of the story. Do you pay him 15 an hour to do this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, have, have he gets a beer occasionally. Josh, board. have you considered union? <laughs> <laughs> Josh, we, can't, we literally cannot do this without you, so <laughs> whatever you want, we'll figure it no, out. No, don't worry, they can go on Fiverr and find another editor that's like 16 or whatever, but you know, unions are important. Yeah, but what about the music that he made? You can't get that. Unions. Josh is MVP, he's going to put that again at the beginning of the story. I mean, whatever, man. The fight for 15. Actually, you know what, with inflation, it's really the fight for 20, but it doesn't sound this sexy. Right. you got to come up with a new slogan. Yeah, man. It really is the fight for 20. The 15 is now like the Wait, standard 15, uh, Yeah, we, we 15 is standard. 15 minimum wage in Florida, so that's going up. Yeah, but it's with inflation, it's just matching it one no, for one. It. You know, it's like you, you have to do it in order to like... No, not one for one. I mean, 15 is better than eight. <laughs> Come on. That's true. But, uh, but like, yeah, again, we got some work to do. Yeah, We got a lot of work to do. We have to support our railroad unions. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got to do that, kids, because I'm sorry, they don't have paid time off at all. I'm going to unlimited pay time off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unlimited pay time off? Yeah, starting yeah. in January. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't have that. I, I have, I have, that? A, I have a, a feeling I know why the company's doing that. And maybe they don't want to lose people. Down that road. But, um, no, part of it is that. Part of it is you have people with 400 hours of PTO accrued. So, you know, that's money you owe that person. You know what I mean? So if something happens negatively in the economy, you have to pay that out. So if you have 20,000 people who have 500 hours of PTO, that's a lot of money you have to pay out to somebody. So maybe they want to get rid of that in their balance sheets. So maybe that's where they went unlimited. Capitalism is a problem. Capitalism. But anyways. <laughs> no, that's those are interesting topics, but it has nothing to do with this conversation. Yes, they do. It's called money. This person no. was making twelve dollars. I don't know what year. She brought it up. Yeah, that's true. Um, and he was making eight before, and I guarantee she was probably making something similar working at Sally. Let's come up with another question from from. I was thinking, um, just there, yeah, because I, I I was trying to read it. Um, so she gets home and throws out everything, and changes the lock. That's expensive. Same day. It seems. Uh, like no, it. I don't think it was the same day. Uh, so where did he go in the meantime? Probably peace the fuck out because you want to go home to that. Her father was probably maybe her mom. His mom's house. Yeah, you don't go back to that. Yeah. She drove up yeah. in her dad's car. You don't think that her dad's gonna not be there? And, like, Bobby, you were right. And it was a big confrontation. It sounds like dead ass, head ass in the face. It's not what you think. Mm-hmm. Damn. You ever been hit with that line? That's the first time I hear it. Not what you think. It's That's not. so typical, right? Yeah. Something you see in like a show. It's not what you think. I, I saw that the other day. Honey, I love you. What was that thing? Uh, 
Why well, you got oh, your dick out? I saw what you saw. Tell me it's why. Not true. I heard what you heard. And I saw, saw what you saw, saw, and it's not, not true. true. It was um, Dahlia Dipolito. A woman who hired a hitman to kill her husband. By the way, she went to her next cop. She went to her ex boyfriend to set up the hit. Her ex boyfriend was like, "I'm gonna go to the police <laughs> because why are you asking me to hire a hitman to kill your husband?" So her ex-boyfriend went to the cops, and then they put a wire on him, and then it was a whole thing. Was I, that a Florida story? It was a Florida story. Single in Miami. Boy, I feel like I've heard this story before. Reach out to us, please. Boyton Beach. Well, she's in, I think she's still in prison. She He's out. Um, and that was the Dahlia DiPolito story. She had a hell of a lift, so I don't know if he was into that, Daffy Duck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was an ex uh, escort. Girls with lift are going to bed. That's right here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> For the last time. <laughs> last time. <laughs> but she, she, when she got caught and she was under arrest and it was, she had to do her house call. She I'm called so him. Sorry. And she was like, "Come bail me out, babe. Oh, I love you." And he's like, "I saw the video. I, you tried to kill me. I saw what you saw. <laughs> I heard what you heard, and it's not true." And he's like, okay, you guys can watch this video on YouTube. I showed it to Rowan. <laughs> Send hilarious. it to me. It's, 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 Send it to me. It's good. I love a good crime drama. Yes. Um, she uh, is now in jail still. And she had gotten pregnant with somebody else's kid. Mm-hmm. While she in jail? prison? No, because she got under house arrest during the oh, trial. Oh, I got it. And I mean, whatever, man. You know, the Florida Florida has a lot of interesting crime cases. Some of them are funny. Some of them are fucking sad. Like, I don't know why anybody would want to interview Casey Anthony Peacock. Yeah. Who asked for that, by the way? Nobody. Nobody. But good job, Florida. Keep, keep fucking this up. All right. I went really off topic. <laughs> okay, so this is, a, this is like a saga that's going on. So we got her perspective. What happens after this? Do we know? That's yeah. for next you episode. You have to wait you and find out. In Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh my god. Just do it the saga here. continues. I want to nope. know because they have it ready? We're milking this shit. Yeah, Dry. yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. I have, I have one last question. Um, It said here. Okay. I have another story. Darling. There you go. I have, I have one last question for it. Just so we can close that out. So it says that we've been through so much shit together, and shit is repeated often in this in this piece. Through thick and thin, I believe this person, and we trusted, and I trusted this person. Um, Don't trust nobody. What kind of stuff through thick and thin does the average 18, 19 year old go through? Financial <laughs> issues. I mean, depending on what year, it could be like, who's on my top eight on my face? <laughs> oh, um, that's hard, let me tell you. That's a lot you of gotta breakups. Put, that's why we got to put Tom as number one. You're mm. in trouble that way. A lot of drama. High school drama. That's, that's what I'm also drama. leaning towards, yeah. Yeah, it was probably petty shit. Yeah. Because thick and thin at 19 is honestly nothing, you know? Thick and thin at 29, that's something else. That's credit score level bullshit. Credits. <laughs> it's true. It's <laughs> funny though. But at nineteen, it's just like, oh my god, you didn't pick up your phone for a whole thirty minutes. We didn't have the same classes together. It's so hard. Oh my god, he's on the other side of the campus. Not, not to make fun of our female protagonist, but um, no, I am. <laughs> I don't know this person. I don't care. I don't know them either. 
They're gonna, if I don't they know who it is. They never tell me who it is. <laughs> it's anonymous. Don't bring her back, whoever this was. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's um, probably not anything very serious. I'm leaning towards uh, what thick and thin means. But it, it could be, I mean, she doesn't mention uh, anything about his family. No. Maybe there was a lot of uh, discussions about that or some issues uh, around that. Uh <laughs> Maybe they weren't very supportive of the relationship, or uh, you know. But I'm, I mean, that's all. I don't have anything to base that off of. But I'm just thinking something that they could have faced together as a couple that could have been challenging. Maybe she she just thought like that over the years, you know, just being all together. All three of them. I don't know. Two, two um, years. I think she started off what. Uh, I think they met at 16 it was, um, but I don't think they got together until they were like 18, 19, yeah. That's right, she said she met him in middle school. Yeah, like they were friends, or like wow. or like uh, acquaintances in their early years, but they didn't get together until it was like late high school, like 18, 19. Oh, okay. So just a couple of years. Hey, that's, that means the world to someone. To a teenager? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, my first relationship was my freshman year in college, so. Yeah, 19. I'm so sorry. Yeah, man. I went to Catholic school. It was incestuous. Everybody dated since pre-K. His name was also Raul? Yes, his name was Raul. The beginning yeah, of the end. <laughs> the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't me. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, it was not him, obviously. This was a different no, human being. I like the story of when she, she told her mom, oh, I'm going to go out with Raul. It was like, She's like, why? It's like, no, a different role. It was a different role. She was like, ew. Like, you haven't seen him in like six years or whatever. <laughs> why are you doing this? It's hilarious. Actually, wait. What was it? it was four years. Whatever it was. I know we made him jealous of his job. Yeah. That was because of Ray. Yeah. That was, that was her doing. Your friends. That's yeah. so we weird. Went to, you went to his job? We went to his well, job. Well, we were hanging out. At his, um, we were hanging out with Ray. Purple. It was, okay, the semester had ended. And he was working at Bird Bowl making yes! $8 an hour? Yes. <laughs> and, and, For four and years. I just want to say that. She said she them with a big smile on her friend, face, and I like that. Her <laughs> friend was like, oh, my God, there he is. You guys got to make out. And I was like, oh, it was there. What? <laughs> For sure, I'll make out. <laughs> I mean, I was drunk enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> I wasn't drunk. Then you went home and ate around. It wasn't that home. Was it was in my night. car. Oh, sure. <laughs> Damn. It was that same night, Raul Alfaro, because Ray came in later oh, and gave right. us a condom. Yeah, that's right. that's that fine dining, bro. Fine dining. That's yeah, true. it was in Took her out the to dinner and then had dessert. The it was the back of my car and my this parents' house. This is so classy. House. We're married now. Yeah, I don't care. But this is so classy. That's why whenever we try outside her parents' house. Think about that. But her parents were not there. No, my parents were out of town, so my house was always the party house. But her friends were there. Yes, it was Ray and Shauna, and then... You don't have to mention them by name. Well, I'm not using their full names. So it was Ray and Shauna. Yes. You mean this Ray I have on Facebook? Uh, right yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Um, and um, Ray and Arian, yeah. so, who is now her husband. Narrowing it down. So they're her. married. <laughs> and, um, they're married, it? more narrowed down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, Please go uh, on. <laughs> and then I think Ray had also brought one of her theater friends, whose name I don't remember. Okay, yeah. try to remember. It's no, important to the story. No, I know that she was half Cuban, half be, Persian. I know that I have some photos of that day. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And um, yeah. So no, why did we go to bird bowling again? I don't know. Who suggested bowling? 
It had to have been Ray. Because yeah. I can't think of another reason why we would go Well, there was a karaoke bar there. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. That uh, We were going to go do karaoke. We That's couldn't right. think of another place. Ray was like, Bird Bowl. Oh, wait. Does your ex still work there? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't have him on any social media. At the time, it was just Facebook. So I was like, oh, shit. There he is. We're so petty. I'm not petty. It's one of the most satisfying things to to do and be yeah, petty. That's right. In front of your like ex. Yeah. I looked great. Remember your ex? Remember that shit? Oh yeah. That shit was great. That was at Bryce. You were there! Oh, it's so fucking satisfying. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. I remember that. That was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> not for you it was. I looked great. Yeah. So I was flexing that shit. Real I had just gotten my hair done. I had bought a new dress from Killstar. So I look good. So when she had the balls to come up to you and be like, hi, I was like, hi, yes. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I'm his girlfriend. Oh, I was going to be like in the ring. At the hi. Time. No, I was, we, weren't made, oh, we weren't engaged yet. We weren't there yet. We weren't there yet. Damn. And I was just like, fuck yeah, I look good, bitch. <laughs> Anyway. We're doing this. This is why we that stopped have, going to Rice's. Yeah, we have the same drama. Holy you shit. lost all your color, by the way. Your oh, face yeah. was like... Because she's the heartbeat that drains my blood. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I think it was the same day that a guy followed me into the bathroom and talked to me about pleather pants. <laughs> <laughs> Looking straight when I was peeing in the urinal. I'm making a face, but the podcast... That's a nice watch you have there. <laughs> yeah. Nice pants. So that's why we never went back to prices. <laughs> no, you you were like, we gotta go. We gotta go right now. And I was like, why? <laughs> I'm having the time. Because I am Can I say <laughs> that I also met an ex-girlfriend while with my current girlfriend at Bryson's? It's like a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. <laughs> the crazy thing is my ex would never go to that. Was next. <laughs> I stopped going there. I only go when you guys want me to go there and I don't I never want to go there. No, no, it's a shit. Place. We don't choose to go to Bryson's. We just end up there. It's like Denny's. Yeah, it's like yeah. Denny's. Yeah. There is Denny's there. right there. <laughs> Well, you met you ran into one of my ex girlfriends from like early tw- early twenties, and she's now gay. So congrats! Hey. Oh. Well, she was always gay. She, she was, was just, always. Yeah. She's just they run me and her gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, cut that out. Cut that out. The this podcast whole is whole conversation is going to be cut out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Josh, please pick and choose. You pick and choose. Josh pick? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to, I like, all of this I like three episodes, I'll be like, all drowsy to see how fucking. He's going to leave it all, leave it all in. Leave it all. All Fuck right. you guys. We're going we're gonna to round it all back up to um, uh, the rise of fascism in America. <laughs> <laughs> real problem. Josh will cut that out. <laughs> especially the fact that um, Kanye West, excuse me, Yee, Ye. the artist formerly known Ye. as Kanye West, Pronounce hanging Ye, out. Guys. Whatever. Because it's Kanye. It's Ye. You don't get that. I'm gonna it's not Yee. It's not Yee Old England. It's Kanye. No, it's Are you the so Yee to my Yee? The Yee to my Yee? I'm going to do Yee. It's Ye. It's Yee. Well, it's well, ye, bro. Ye. My brother, remember. It's Ye. I'm sorry. Kanye. Ye. He shortened it to Ye because it's Kanye. Well, we should have made fun of our future president. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because of his, his I... tour through right-wing circles in the last week and a half has been absolutely 
refreshing to watch. Oh yeah. Him very... speaking truth to power. We're gonna cut this. So eloquent. So eloquent. <laughs> so eloquently while wearing a mask. President West. President. All right. Last question just to wrap it up. Um, what was your longest middle school or high school relationship? Anybody want to go in? Three minutes. I didn't have any. We didn't talk about sex life. Oh! oh shit! Damn! Shot from the bow. Ah! Man, Holly, that shit hurts. Darren? I had a couple, a couple months. It's the one that I introduced you to. Or? It was three no, good no, months, bro. No, no. It, school, was, it, was, it was uh. It was two months. <laughs> I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It, it it must have been a couple months, like maybe three or four. Wow, that was your longest. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What? I went to Catholic school yeah. and everybody was afraid oh. of me, so. I didn't date. I went to your high school reunion that everybody's still afraid of you. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hated that. I shouldn't have gone. <laughs> I really shouldn't have. It was not fun. I also yeah, wore so a pentagram dress. High school reunions? Star. Overrated. What? High, high school reunions. Overrated. We didn't really do much in ours. We just hung out with the same people we see and drunk. And yeah, you told drunk. me that. That was unofficial yeah. too. It was right? at the, the Miami Short, uh, Miami Springs kind of Circle. Right. No, that's the one that they hang out with. We went to Wynwood. No, Wynwood. it was in Wynwood, yeah. Oh, that was a different one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you didn't come to that. I don't, I don't remember either. I must have been busy with the boyfriend. Yeah, I think so. What? Kim Paolo Huile, el esposo del novio. El esposo Paolo Huile. I pay the bills. Does he? I do. <laughs> There is no boyfriend. I hope everybody uses Everybody understands that, Gabby. Okay, I don't know. Just a pool boy. We don't even have a pool! Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I don't want to have a pool. Dana's going to pay for the pool. Is he great? I'll make it for you. No oh, problem. hell no. He's going to get the most pool. I also want you to do it. It's going to be a koi fish pond. It's going to be a koi fish pond. Don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> all right, so clearly I am not welcome back to this podcast. No way. We're all you, good. you 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 have to come and do the, the final part, the the part four. I gotta read these. All right, let them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them wrap. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Let's 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 wrap it up. Take out the condom, Tommy. No glove, no love. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for tonight, guys. <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay. No STIs out there. Yeah, right? I yes. learned that today. You're welcome. <laughs> if you enjoy listening to these stories and listening to us derail, really, it's largely... It's only like five minutes of, of actual yeah. content. Please tune in every Monday morning. Every, <laughs> every Monday for Single and Miami episodes. And please make sure to engage with Raul on Instagram. Raul, are you posting shit? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> Some stories. Next question. No, oh, jeez. And well, next week we will have the final part. Finally. Yes. Meeting at the Crossroads part four. How she met our protagonist. How protagonists. How our protagonists met. Each other. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night, guys. Good night, guys. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>